Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and these podcasts, this series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts is to support and empower you to live into your truth, into your highest knowing, into your spiritual principles, into that which you know is true, though you may not be speaking it as true, and um, really walk in your talk as a spiritual being having a human experience. Now, a lot of times um, this brings us up to, um, <laughs> confronts us, as they say in life coaching, they as in all of us. There's so many elements of life that's confronting us. Um, uh, we have a consensus view of reality that says things that are so contrary to spiritual principles. And so we're confronted with what's true. Why is that the way? Why are people saying that when they say something else? And sometimes uh, we speak with forked tongues. Uh, in certain, certain circumstances, we speak uh, uh, based on fear or on uh, greed or selfishness or ego. And then in other contexts, we say, oh, no, it's good. And, and I love everyone. And I'm very generous. And I'm very, and it, it's interesting. And it confronts our sense of reality. In fact, sometimes it creates a sense of insanity. <laughs> I, someday I think I'll write a book on insanity. And it's not the insanity that you find in uh, mental health hospitals. It's the insanity that you experience when there's something that someone says uh, out of one side of the mouth, their mouth and another something outside the other. It's, that, that's confronting and conflicting and it doesn't make sense. And not only other people, but also I, I do it. I do it. And you probably do it. But we don't know when we're doing it. We just know when other people are doing it to us or they're doing it and we're the, we're the recipients in one form or another of that. Um, so today, I want to focus on that part of us that is responsible for saying one thing and doing another and the degree to which that confronts and hurts other people and the degree to which it's out of alignment with who we say we are and what we say we're about. And, uh, and to, to talk about this then helps to support each of us to live into what is true as opposed to um, what we say is true. Two different things. So for instance, I have, um, I live in a small community and it's, what one would call that there's a homeowners association. We've got like seven people living in this community. And there's these homeowner association rules, call them CC&Rs. And they say, hey, you, this is what you can do, and this is how you can be on your property, and here's what you can't do on your property. And uh, I've been on my property for about 15 years. And the short story is I have not been in compliance with some of those CC&Rs. And it has upset my neighbors and it has caused some uh, rifts in terms of what other people say, like, oh, Rosie's doing that, so that means I can do it. And I don't like that because I don't want them to do what I'm doing because I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm doing it for my reasons, right? So now I have a sense of righteousness. I'm okay doing it, you know, uh, not being in compliance with uh, these agreements that I agreed to, written, I wrote, I signed, all those things. 
I'm not in compliance. And, and yet I expect other people to be in compliance. That's a big deal. Now you find that not only in, you know, homeowners associations, but you find that in marriages, or you find that in relationships with children and parents. We make agreements. We make promises. We make commitments. And then we somehow go, well, yeah, I didn't really mean that. I just, you know, meant this. And any time that we do that, we're out of integrity with ourselves. Now, does it mean that I can't break a promise? No, I can break a promise, but I have to be conscious of that and articulate that. So for instance, people who get married and they're anticipating and expecting a relationship that's going to fulfill them and be um, be beneficial to all concerned, if it's not that, it's, maybe it's a better thing to do is to break the commitment, but break it uh, consciously, break it um, um, not covertly, secretively, but out in the open by having a com- conversation about it. Um, this is a big deal in terms of recovery processes and the 12-step program. Um, some of you may be interested in that. Some of you may be very committed to a 12-step program. I am pretty dang committed to a 12-step program because it constantly uh, keeps me conscious of my choices and how I'm feeling and what I'm making out of my feelings. <laughs> so the reason I bring this up is, first of all, um, because of these CCNRs and because I have not been in compliance, stuff's happening in the community. And I realize the degree to which I am responsible for what's occurring. Now, what that means is I have been out of compliance. And whatever else anybody else decides, I have to look at, I have been out of compliance. And there's a consequence to that. All I can do is decide and choose to voluntarily be in compliance. That's all I can do. And as I became aware of that, that was what I needed to do was to become um, in compliance, come to compliance. I had to write a letter. I had to write a letter for myself to say, to my neighbors, I am sorry that I violated my agreement with you. I'm sorry that it caused breakups and friendships, potential lawsuits, stuff. I'm really sorry about that. Now, it doesn't matter what anyone else does. It means I have decided to be in compliance with my agreements. I have decided to um, apologize publicly for the choices that I made and the consequences of those choices. And um, that's all that's mine to do. And um, it's called making amends uh, in the 12-step program. Uh, One of the steps is I go to the people I affected and hurt and I say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they can accept my apology or not. That's up to them. But I get to a point, each of us gets to a point potentially where we say, I'm sorry. I was wrong to, to make that choice based on my self-serving perspective. <laughs> I'm laughing because we all do this. It's not like I'm the one who's doing this. Every single person on the planet most likely is somehow taking a self-righteous perspective self-righteous attitude that says, I can do this, but you can't. It's not okay for you, but it's okay for me. 
Um, and any way that we're doing that, any way that I'm doing that, I need to be responsible for that. Now, this is that place of uh, confronting our spiritual principles and and living in this place of, okay, if I say this, now what? If, I, if I'm honoring, honoring my agreements and saying, I... Uh, I'm sorry that I broke my agreements. I'm I'm coming into compliance now. That's all I can do. I don't know what the future will bring. I don't know what they'll do. I don't know anything. And and this is true for anyone who uh, talks to uh, parents, friends, whoever they hurt because of their addictions. They have no out. There's no attachment to the outcome. It's just this is what they choose to do: is to honor the individual and themselves by saying. I was wrong. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And that's it. So that's a big deal. And there's no, the intrinsic reward is coming into agreement and honoring and coming into alliance and coming into alignment with yourself in that. And, um, that might be as good as it gets, you know, it's not as if the world is going to turn on its axis because you admitted that you were taking self-righteous perspective, that you were holding on to your rightness and your right to do things over your agreement to honor yourself and other people in relationship. It's a, it's a big be with. And so <laughs> you'll find that as I'm doing these podcasts, that there'll be a lot of, um, of my own personal lessons here that keep coming up because they keep teaching me that even though I'm wherever I am, uh, here I am again in another lesson. So the bottom line here is if you're in a spiritual immersion process, if you are we're all in a spiritual immersion process. If you're intentionally, consciously engaged in this practice of immersing yourself in your spiritual principles and in this self-discovery, there'll be places where really they're really uncomfortable. And you have to be with yourself in terms of, am I um, needing to be right and then be in might, if you will, might over uh, over a relationship or am I willing to honor my agreements and say, yeah, I'm out of compliance and I have, I'm, <laughs> I can self-justify all I want to, but I'm out of compliance. And then articulate that to whatever degree to the people that you have, you're out of compliance with, you're out of agreement with, and that includes yourself. And this is probably the hardest thing is for people to admit to themselves that they're out of compliance with their agreements. They're out of compliance with their their talk. They're not walking their talk. They're just expecting other people to walk their talk. So this is me. Uh, I do that myself and I have to continually be mindful of how I'm doing it and stay as, as clear and clean as I can in, um, in knowing that and working to, to be less that. All right. I think that's it for now. Uh, if you'd like to leave me some, uh, questions or feedback, you can email me at rosie at theparadigmshifts.com. My website is theparadigmshifts.com. And uh, you can go there to find books, blogs, videos, information about coaching with me or coach training. That's pretty much it for today. All right, big hugs. Bye for now.